Hey guys, it's already December. Happy birthday to me! That's right, it's Megzi's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. So this year absolutely flew by. I do not know where it went. And I am once again baffled by how much did and didn't get done. <laughs> we plan to have a lot more stuff next year especially for our patrons and we're also working on some new things that we can hopefully get off the ground within the next couple of months including crossroads that's slowly inching its way towards being done which if you didn't know is our next podcast hey should be fun oh yeah speaking of patreon i want to give a shout out to our newest patron danny white thank you so much for supporting us it means the world and if we haven't said so in the last five minutes or five episodes, thank you so much to the patrons that have supported us. It means the world. We can't even describe. It's literally keeping the lights on. I also wanted to mention, if you're not already on our Discord, we've got a really great community growing there. Uh, all of our channels are getting a lot of mileage, and I haven't been able to keep up with too much of it because I've been editing so much. But our other producers are pretty much on there day in, day out. So if you haven't already joined us on Discord, please consider joining. Like I said, we're having a lot of fun. Link is in the description of this episode as well as all the other episodes. Or you can find the link on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. One last thing. I know we say this at the end of every episode, but getting the word out there on social media really does help the podcast grow. So if you're enjoying our story, please do remember to share and retweet and all that good stuff. Maybe tell your followers what you're enjoying about the show and why they should listen to it as well. Everybody could always use a little more legendary. Your support and feedback is really invaluable and we really do appreciate it so much. So again, thanks for listening and stay legendary. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include mature themes and mild gore. The world is a weird and wild place. But even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in. Searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary.
I will go over it to you. And I drop the shift. And I just look exhausted. I pull you into a nug. One down. Two left. I probably drop retribution. <laughs> just, mm -hmm. it just falls. I don't have the energy to hold it. Are you even standing? Probably not. I think yeah. I just kind of, as soon as Celine got her arms around me, I think I just crumble. Yeah, okay. I go down with you. I'm just holding you. I think I need a nap. I do as well. Are, are you out? Eh. Yeah. I pull back and I'm checking you for wounds. Uh, was this silver? This was silver. Is this, does it doubt if I do this? Ah! Yeah, that hurts. Does she suffer any effects from having a silver bullet in her? It did do an extra bit of damage, and the wound is severely irritated. Fuck me. Oh, would cure wounds take care of that? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast cure wounds on you. No, mm. no, save yep. nope. other people. Mm -hmm. Nope, mm -hmm. nope, you passed. When you're done patching up, I might need some help with Marla. What's wrong with her? You look over now. Marla's still purple. Dude that she's killed, she's still essentially tearing into his corpse. What does she need? Just... If she attacks me, hit her hard and quick. Old person would not dump. I've got one left. You can try. Uh, I've never liked those words. <laughs> I have two to handle, animal. How hard do you want me to hit her? Hard as you can. Are you sure? It won't be hard enough. Okay. He kind of comes up behind Marla, holstering his own guns. Marla, fight's over comes like slowly into her line of vision and you see the green glowing eyes snap to over to him. Mala, fight's over. You can come back now. Don't worry, we can raise you. <laughs> the shadow creature sort of snarls and growls tenses like it's getting ready to pounce but then it sort of like shakes its head a bit and stands back up on two legs instead of four and almost instantly the purple's gone the white replacing the purple side of the cloak and Marla drops to her feet and then to her knees. As you see that, she's kind of fucked up. You see a bullet hole through her abdomen. Her right arm is like bent at an angle that arms aren't supposed to bend at. Honey. I'm, I'm yes, I know. I go over to her. Okay. I like, stop, like, are you going to help me? Are you going to yell at me? And she's on the ground. And she looks up at you. 
It's not Marla's eyes. She had soft brown before. Right now, there's still the glowing green of the panther. I'm going to go speak with animals. <laughs> yes, I'm going to speak with the animals. I'm going to heal you. His eyes sort of just narrow at you. James kind of speaks up. I, I don't think you need to. Are you sure? I look over, are you sure? I've got one left. He nods and you hear a snap from behind you. And you look back over and her arm is back in proper shape. And That's a neat trick. <laughs> the <laughs> bullet wound is starting to close up. Oh, it is a neat trick. James is like, okay, what happens in the next couple seconds? She's not quite herself. Give it a minute. And she stands up and comes right towards you, Celine. Her hand kind of outstretched. <laughs> her hand goes right past your hand and attempts to grab at your throat, like tr attempting to kind of like claw at it, but uh -huh. it's oh, I, it's I, very it's very feeble and weak. It, it's no damage whatsoever. Right, I remain perfectly still. Okay, remaining perfectly still. She gets she does get there, but it's not causing any damage. Mm -hmm. It's just uncomfortable. <laughs> You really and, need to buy me a drink before you do this sort of thing. Talia's like watching with, it's like she's got a hand on a gun, but. And you see. I'm looking at right in the eye. Too. Yeah. And you see the glowing green look at you just sort of. I'm not afraid. Inquisitely just, just looking at you just as if you're such a curious creature. And it blinks and she shuts her eyes and shakes her head. When she opens her eyes again, they're the soft brown of Marla's. This is still a land around my throat? Currently, yes. You know, usually I expect to be bought a drink before this sort of thing happens. She flicks down at her hand and releases you. I told you to stay out of my way. I was out of your way. You came over to me. James... Did I? No, Mala. We did good. Good. I go back over to Talia. Are you still on the ground? Uh, no, I, I got up. I am looking at Melody's body and uh, look at the pistol that she dropped. Is it one of the same? Mm-hmm. Let me pick it up. Look over at Talia. I need... I need some air. Of course. I kind of like in a daze walk out of the, the front door. The front door. Yeah. I follow. I take like four or five steps and I just dropped my knees and let out this scream of pure rage and I punch the ground really hard. 
go over to you. You on the ground? Yeah, I'm on my knees and just yeah. stuck in a position of like my hands like punched into the ground. I come up to you and I come around to the front and kneel in front of you. And then I put my hand on your shoulder. I put my other hand on your cheek. I look up and I. My shift dropped, but my eyes are still glowing. Sorry. Don't be. I'm just looking at you with concern. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Job's not over though. 25? Are you lying? Yeah. Yeah. It is not about that. You are one step closer. A real step closer. One down. One down. I get back up. Do you, um... And look, it's a gun. I take the gun out. Do you... Does another, like... No. Are you sure? Positive. I opened it up. It has silver in it. <laughs> Could be useful. You can keep it if you want. You wanted something better than Marie anyway. Hmm. They're good guns. Such a spoon. I think I will keep it if it is alright with you. Yeah, it's fine. It will need a name, I suppose. Yeah, all my guns have names. As mine do too. What are you thinking? Devotion. A weapon to fight your battles with you. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I think she actually blushes a little bit. But that kind of does that, like, duck's head thing. I, I, I lift your chin. You reach up and lift your chin. It's a good name. You think so? Yeah. So it will be devotion. Come on. Let's go finish this. And I reach your hand and take your hand. Together. So, what kind of gun is it? Do I need to put it down? Write it down? It is. Can you actually, Chris, can you help me with yes. this? Yes. Well, I'll write it down. Okay. And then we'll go through it later. Yeah. It is like what Retribution was a six shot revolver, misfire of one. Uh, it is made of ivory and silver, just like Retribution was. Okay. It's got silver bullets in it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. D6 or D D6s. D6s. Both James and Marla are standing out on the front porch of the of the tavern, kind of looking out at you. And James nods. You ready to? Yeah, let's do this. All right. 
Let's go find the rest of my men. And uh, nods over to Sheriff Grimm. The rest of yours, see if they need any other help. They lead you down the city streets. Everything is pretty quiet. You see people like peeking out of their windows from behind shutters and curtains, just looking to see if everything has died down. Mm -hmm. You eventually come across Lawrence and Hector, as well as the other people that were sent off to deal with the Mm -hmm. scattered 42nd. Right. Lawrence comes up to Grimm. We captured about 10, the rest are dead. Had some townsfolk grab some hunting rivals and shotguns, and a couple of the miners brought power picks. <laughs> I think we both kind of like giggle a little bit. Like, <laughs> they should have sent out those stupid bugs. Go crankshaft. James and Grim both nod. Good. Did we lose anyone? Lawrence nods. A couple of the townsfolk and. James looks around, it's like, uh, asks the barbarian woman that had gone off before uh, where a couple of his people are. She reports that they had fallen in action as well. Yes, the undertaker needs them to last. Well, I never know what to say when someone dies. You don't need to say anything. Yeah, but you always feel like you should say something. Is there anything I can do to help with their um, preparations? (laughs) We happen to have the only cleric and the only paladin in the DMP here in town today. Paladin? Oh. Motions for the uh, cloaked individual who had the golden armor. Oh, right. Oh. That dude. Uh, I, look his, I look over at him. His cloak now covers everything again, mm-hmm. including his face. Stalwart. Blessings of the Undertaker be upon you, Stalwart. He nods. And the protection of the dragon upon you. Any preparations you could make would be most gratifying. Of course. Any, yeah. is, any, is anyone out? Does anyone need healing? Both the barbarian, Renal. She nods. A few townsfolk remain injured. I myself have sustained fairly serious injury, but I shall recover. Oh no, come here. I go over to her. And I cast Cure Wounds level 3. Okay, yeah. That's all I've got. I've got okay. two I've got two ones and one sleeve, so. Okay, yeah. Oh, I've got my beads as well. And I got one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, right. but you're saving that. You could re- literally recast it. Not tonight, not today, because I... I'm out of spells, so keep that one with you. Oh, fine, use it. Don't care. I don't care. <laughs> oh yes, I guessed uh, Q1's level three. Yes. Okay. All right. And do I need to roll for that, or should we just? No. Nah, okay. She she accepts it and thanks you. Uh, that's much better. Uh, that that is much better. Thank you. Would you take me to the townspeople who have sustained injuries? Uh, yes, this way. And. She leads you back down along one of the side streets to uh, what looks to be almost a smaller square. There's a well in the center. Okay. How many How many people are out? You see three dead and about five wounded. Okay. The dead, I take out linen and I wrap them in. Do whatever mm-hmm. funeral rites I do with 
the newly, newly deceased, new, okay. whatever blessings. And then I have, um, someone doesn't get any, because <laughs> so, I've got four, I've got my beads and I've got two level ones. Okay. I've got one. Oh, right. I use everything I've got. Oh, I'll, I'll do one as well. After going through healing those that need it, some people are still hurt, but nothing life-threatening. Manageable levels. Manageable levels. Town doctor should be able to help them. Right. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> Grim arranges the transport of the 10 captured 42nd back to the jail to await trial and likely subsequent hanging. How's the mayor? Oh yes, that was the mayor. I think we should go to Town Hall and check. Yes, okay. I agree. You start making your way back to towards Town Hall. Really, everybody kind of starts making their way back that way just because that's also the direction the sheriff's office and jail cells are. Mm -hmm. As you're walking, give me perception checks. Nothing. <laughs> Perception, uh, 17. Nine. 17. On your way back, Celine, you catch it out of the corner of your eye, somebody moving among the bodies lying in the gold strike. Back where we came? Yeah, uh, you're, you're, you're passing back by it as you're making your way back towards the center of town. Did I kind of nudge you? Does say nice speak there someone in the gold strike? I take out my guns and I slow down and start heading in that direction. Yes, and I go with you. Okay. So you make your way. Are you moving stealthily? Yes. Sure. Okay, we're all stealth. Why not? I hate this one. For being a disadvantage, nine. <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. Celine, you're a little loud. The, uh, I mean, despite its concealability, the armor is still heavy. Yes. So just trying to move around quietly with it is a bit of a chore. It's probably me just going, eh. Plus <laughs> <laughs> it's in like clank, clank, clank. It's me going like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> or it's more like, you know, when you're wearing a couple of layers of clothing uh -huh. and all of it like when you shift it all moves and makes noise. oh yes yes yeah. yes that is yeah. probably it. that's probably it so you're not incredibly stealthy but talia you managed to like come right up next to the door and like kind of peer around inside and you see someone you actually saw earlier in the town square briefly for a moment he had come in with some of the other townsfolk mm -hmm. a man in kind of a long it looks like it might be dark gray, but it's dark enough that it it is pretty much black. Yeah. Hat and glasses, and he's kind of kneeling among the bodies, taking measurements. Do I see anything? Because I'm um, being too. I'm busy being loud. No, you come. You come up, and you see this as well. Do I feel anything? Like. Just. Anything. Like a wisdom check? <laughs> Do I feel anything as if my deity is close to me? Make a perception check. I have advantage on perception. Yay! 20. You come up to the door and you see this individual. You go to take a closer look and he stands up, turns around and 
smiles at you. He is tall, lanky, with a bit of a sharp nose. And for just an instant, you're reminded of what you saw as a little girl. Yes, please. And he smiles. Hey, can I help you? Just making sure everybody that needs to not be moving isn't moving. Oh, kind of kicks at one of the bodies. (laughs) They're all pretty well stiff. You are, sir? Uh, I am the town undertaker. Ah, all right. Just checking. Mm. I'll go over. Are you all right? Oh, of course. Just, I've actually got a cleric of the Undertaker. If you need any help, you just uh, let her know. Yes, I um close my eyes and shake my head like stupid. If you need help um preparing the bodies or need help in turning them, I have um I can help. That's mighty kind of you. Cleric of the Undertaker, you say? I believe I've heard of you. Oh? Yes, uh, well, and by your dress, I can see that I am correct. The Wanderer in White. Uh, yes, and the Reaper. Ah, yes, well. Absolute. Celine trying to get hold of herself, like, come on, this is dumb. Yes, um, we will be around, so if you need help with, um, any of those things that I just said, then, um, uh, we will be around. She's like, I put <laughs> words, 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 what are words? <laughs> How do I speak? How do I speak? Common motherfucker. Common motherfucker, do you speak it? Yeah. No, apparently not. Je ne peux pas parler en commun. Yep. <laughs> well, he smiles. And, well, thank you. Um, if I need any help, I'll be sure to get your attention. Ah, good. Um, Are you all right? Of course, of course. Just... All right, well, let's go check on the mayor then. Oh, yes, I have to. Um, we, we will be seeing you around, I suppose. Hmm. I'm sure. He smiles and goes back to measuring. Walks away. Actually, you alright? Uh, yes, it's just silly. What? What's wrong? I've told you about... I'll tell you later. Okay. Alright. Alright, we rejoin with the crew heading back up. Yeah. They probably have gotten further up, but yeah. yeah. Well, James asks... Uh, what held you up? Ah, just making sure everything's actually dead in there. Mm. Town Undertaker's measuring bodies. Dr. Crown's out in the battle already? I think so. I didn't hear his name. Mm. Just Town Undertaker. We don't have one. What? Doc Crown works as Town Undertaker. No. No, the guy that the girl with the long, tall hat. Yes, the, the town undertaker. That that is who that was. Right. What describe him again? Um, tall, top hat, pointy nose. 
That fellow, I thought he was with the DMP. Looks at James. One, one of mine. I go. I turn. I turn the hound. <laughs> I turn the hound and go back. I go back to the gold strike. Sweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> nope. Nope. There's no one there. I catch up behind. Oh hell, really? <laughs> at first, I'm just staring at this room of dead bodies, just, just blank, and then suddenly. Is that of me? <laughs> <laughs> I smile at Dahlia. You remembered me. Did we just... Was that... Celine looks like it's Christmas morning and she just got a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Did we... Was that the second... In per... Celine's not even listening. She's just she's like looking past you, just... Just smiling really big. Okay. Hello, Celine? What? Look at me. What? If he shows up in our house and makes you breakfast... I wake you up. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Are you staying here? She she nods and says, oh, no, no, of course not. Did I fuck it up? Was I? Did I sound stupid? Did I? Did I just make a fool of myself in front of? No. I did, didn't I? No, you sounded. It's fine. Come on. <laughs> Let's keep. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> I just. I kind of just drag her out. Come on. Uh, if he's around, you'll see him again. Let's go. I'm looking up and around. I'm taking a piece of paper out and I'm writing on the checked off to like bucket list scene god one check scene, scene one two. god scene second scene god. second god you know just I have it I just need the dragon the crown you know yeah. <laughs> the mother the whole bingo list yes <laughs> bingo yeah oh see. see oh see my bucket list says I want to have tea with him well maybe it Maybe at the party. The word. You like the Christmas party! The <laughs> holiday uh, party! Right. I know it's Eddie says that they don't have parties, but I don't believe him. I think they do. I, I mean, I would. <laughs> well, when you're all powerful, what else are you going to do? Why not just throw a party, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Mayor. Mayor. It's Mayor, like, okay. It's like. It's like Selena's so feeling like you know when you you when you run into your favorite band like one of the members of it and then you don't know what the fuck to say and then afterwards you're like holy shit I met Gerard Way and then you're like shit did I make a fool of myself in front of him so she's like like giddy and also like embarrassed at the same time you did fine come on let's go <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like pushing. Yeah. Up, like, yeah. <laughs> Sat up to just like we go right up next to James wherever uh-huh. he's walking. I swear to God, if one more deity pops up, I'm gonna lose it. Deity. What one more? What? Get me drunk one time. I'll tell you stories. DMP can do the strangest shit, huh? <laughs> that we can. Do you enjoy audio fiction? 
Looking for a podcast that brings you fresh ideas, vivid characters, and imaginative worlds of fantasy, science fiction, and more? Hi, I'm Chris Lester. You may know me as the creator of the Metamore City podcast, the award-winning audio fiction series that ran from 2007 to 2010 at metamorecity.com. Now I'm back with a weekly show called The Raven and the Writing Desk. Every week I bring you new stories, freshly written for your listening enjoyment. And to make sure I stick with it, I'll update you each week on my writing progress. You'll get to hear my fiction first, before it appears anywhere else. And along the way, I'll also interview other authors about their experiences, as I strive to learn from their success. Want to hear more? Load up your Podcatcher app and subscribe to The Raven and the Writing Desk, or visit www.chrislester.org. That's C-H-R-I-S-L-E-S-T-E-R dot org. Everybody makes it a town hall to find, of course, the doors are locked. <laughs> and Grim is pounding on the door and it's eventually unlocked and the mayor peeks his head out. Are they gone? Yep. For the most part. <sighs> Forget about re-election. I think I want to retire. <laughs> uh, well, on the plus side... I don't think anything on that level is ever going to happen again, so you're good. He nods up at Grim. Grim? Mayor? Apologies I owe you. We will get to later, but I do owe them to you. He nods. Yep. No time like the pleasant. <laughs> Grim nods off towards the, the sheriff's station and where the cells are. Boy's got ten of them locked up right now. Mayor swallows but nods. How many are dead? Could have been a whole lot worse. Total count of townsfolk dead. I think it ended up being somewhere around five. Five civilians killed by a military organization. The mayor nods kind of solemnly. It was worse, Grim. We welcome them in. I welcome them in. And they killed friends and family of this town. They killed our townsfolk. Just to further some political agenda. I've done things to further a political agenda that I'm not proud of. However, I am proud to say that I have never killed anyone. <laughs> Celine, like. You you can tell that Celine wants to make it a, like a rude comment, but she is being good and not saying anything. Yeah, kind of like nod her slightly, like don't say shit. I'm not going to say shit, energy back. I think before anything else is done, we need to send word out to the capital about what has happened here. But I'm not going to wait for a response. I'm going to send the letters tomorrow, and we shall hold trial with hangings the day after. Sheriff, mm. was there anyone that was captured by the name of Holleran? Don't think so. You killed a much. Idiot. <laughs> I have a question. Do you have 
And just pay Belling down. We get the Observer here. They don't have an office down this way yet, though I imagine that's just a matter of time. At the risk of sounding a bit um, paranoid, the tone of the Observer has been very much in favor of the 42nd as of late. Notice that too, have you? Yes. So, knowing what we do about how public opinion can be swayed by the voices of those those who are in control of information. Is there anything... I look at Talia, is there anything you can think of to mitigate that? Not particularly. Unless someone goes directly to one of those papers and tells them specifically. Or perhaps they will send someone down here to get the story. <laughs> Maybe. The point is we cannot rely on the observer to get the word out of what happened. We should not, anyway. Hmm. James steps in. The Observer might be the most ubiquitous source of news in the district, but there are a couple other periodicals that circulate the core five cities. And so he nods. I can make sure the word gets to a couple of those. Please do. That might be in everyone's best interest. Not only no. just, you know, at the risk of us not looking good. People need to know how dangerous these people are. If they're willing to do this to a town that is very easily going to be one of the more stronger ones, what are they going to do to smaller ones? God's crankshaft, in a way, seems to be a bit of a unique circumstance. Is it? That brown is one clever bastard, I'll give him that. See, the voting system, uh, I don't know if you're aware or not. I have been wondering for years, so I just never... I'm not technically a citizen. Well, once a settlement has reached a hundred permanent residents, that settlement gets what's referred to as a say. They'll usually vote within the town, and then the town will have their say as a whole. Oh shit, this electoral college all over again, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. well, at, least no. at least it's just a say, not delegates. Two says equal a vote. For every 500 people, a settlement gets a full vote. Crankshaft was in a position of fast approaching two votes. Both Grim <coughs> and the mayor nod. Oh, we just hit uh, 611 last week with property being bought out along the edge of town for more settlers coming in. Wouldn't surprise me if we got, well, at least a vote and a say. Town grown that quickly. If uh, taken advantage of quickly enough, right in timing like this for voting, this close to the election. Nice quick overtime. Indeed. I have a question, just in general. Is it is it well known that Leroy Brown is the owner of the 42nd or is associated with him? Associated, maybe. Associated. But I don't know for sure. He's seen, he, all, all the papers had him like saying 42nd is doing better or something like that. 
Oh, trust me, I've had friends look into that. While he is certainly vocally supportive of the Florida Second, there is no known paper trail connecting him and the 42nd. Hmm. Well, yet. I look at James, like, giving him that knowing look, like, but he is connected to Jim. Mayor sighs. Well, uh, we all have a lot of work to do before tomorrow. The mayor, I get, thanks you again. It retires for the evening. Everybody seems to be making their way either back to their homes or in the case of the DMP members to the miners' respites. We should probably check on uh, Juliana. <gasps> yeah, let's let's stop there really quick. We should probably check on Raven too. Oh yes, of course. Just make sure she's okay. So we head with the rest of the DMP to the miners' respite. Yep. So once there, uh, you see that they are currently serving. You see Juliana behind the bar. Her girls are out serving drinks and taking orders. Mm-hmm. And pretty much everybody in here is actually looking pretty pretty beat up. Like all the customers. Is Juliana at the bar? She is, yes. Okay. She looked too terribly busy? No, not too terribly. Alright. We head over to the bar mm-hmm. and I just I, I smile at her. Yeah, she smiles back. Everything all right? Well, more or less. Yeah, Juliana's smile becomes a little bit strained. And... Is everything okay? Now, thanks to you and kind of promotions out to the patrons and them. <sighs> 20 on insight. She's tired. She's a bit overwrought with the day's events, and there is there is something that is bothering her. Are you sure there's nothing that is bothering you? Well, she'll be fine, but one of my girls were hurt pretty badly by some 40-second bastard that managed to get up on the roof. How badly is she out? Shoved her down the stairs. Broke her collarbone. I will be able to heal her injuries in the morning. I would appreciate that. She's over with Doc Crown right now. It's bandaging her up. But I will see if there's anything I can do as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. I have a seven in medicine. Doctor. <laughs> you can't keep doing that every damn doctor. Yes, I can. I'm sorry. It devolved into this. We were actually trying to avoid it. I'm, honestly, I'm just sorry I didn't get to go out there and take down a couple of them myself. <laughs> After Crystal was shoved down the stairs, I couldn't go anywhere. It is better as you stayed here. It got ugly. So I see. So if things continue to get ugly, you might get your chance. Well, uh, you two need a room for the night? Uh, a wall. You got one. A broom closet will suffice. I'm not gonna put guests up in a broom closet. Well, you would be obliged to 
give us a space on your wall, we'll be fine. We'll pay for it. She looks at you and is like, I trust what you're about. <laughs> a little giggle goes around. <laughs> <laughs> put my hand. I put my hand on the on the bar. Like, oh god. <laughs> you married me. I did. I don't regret it. But you have the best time. And I'm just saying. What time? Of day, what time is it? Like we got back afternoon. Yep. It's so. closing in on sunset. All right. Anybody heard anything from the mine? A couple of dwarves kind of like pipe up from behind you. Hey, what you want to know? I'm just making sure that any of those bastards get in there. Raven, all right? Oh, well, they're fine. Barnard, shut the gate tight. Didn't let anybody through. That's good. I suppose we should stop there at one point. First, I would like to uh, check on Krista. You just want to meet me back here? I'm gonna check to see if Jairus... Oh, shit. Yeah. It's okay. He's, he'd be in the house. But I just don't want to leave him worried. Oh, right. But uh, you go ahead and I'll be upstairs on a wall. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, I go back to Juliana. Where is uh, Krista? Uh, Crystal. Crystal. Uh, uh, cri- Crystal. Crystal. Uh, she'd be at Doc Crown's. Where is uh, it? Just down the road, a couple blocks, and she gives you directions. Okay. And- Alright, thank you. I will go check on you myself. Much obliged. You make your way down the sun setting. I call for Cortez. Okay. Because I sent him off while shit was getting real. He flutters down to you. Kind of like pecks at your hair a little bit. I missed you too. You make your way to a building that's labeled town physician and undertaker. Look at the sign and narrow my eyes and cock an eyebrow. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, is the door open or do I, should I knock? It is, is it, it a door that needs knocking or is it, it just... It looks to be a door that needs All knocking. Alright, I knock on the door. Okay. You hear some noise inside. Just a minute. And... I hold my breath. And the door opens... And you see what looks to be a human individual, kind of brown, graying hair, and a pair of spectacles. Not the same person as. Okay. Not at all. I let her uh, Can I help you? Yes. Um, uh, my name is Celine Argent. I was sent here by Juliana to check on Crystal. Oh! Uh, well, uh, well, come on in. Mm-hmm. My name is uh, Dr. Crown. Ah. He nods and lets you inside and you let into what looks to be kind of pseudo waiting area. Mm-hmm. It the whole space is actually kind of one big room that has been curtained off in certain sections mm-hmm. with this waiting area having like uh, half a dozen chairs kind of just situated around and then curtains separating it from the rest and you just like uh she's right through here uh recovering i've managed to bandage her up as much as i can but she's currently lying down in the morning i will be able to be there 
I'm I, sorry, what? I'm a cleric. A cleric? Uh, yes. It's, um, it's like, <laughs> I resist to say, to say, it's like a doctor, but better. <laughs> I, I apologize, I have, I have never met a cleric. Uh, you were not, you are not alone. Uh, apparently <laughs> I'm the only one in the DMP. Well, uh, pleasure to meet you. If you'll come right this way, and he leads you through two different section off curtains. Is there anyone else who needs healing? Nobody that has sustained grievous injury, as far as I know. Good. Crystal, while it's not necessarily life-threatening, it is certainly debilitating. I'm sure it is painful. Uh, it's uh, the second most painful bone to break in the body. Never mind. What is it first? That would be the femur. You also know that he's actually walking with the cane. Oh, okay. Uh, he he kind of like reaches over and like taps your lower leg. Oh, interesting. Sorry, I'm usually healing um, bullet wounds and such. Hmm. Yes. Well, I I can quite understand that. I am often pulling bullets out of wounds. <laughs> Yes. He, well, pulling them out. <laughs> she's she's being nice, but in her mind she's like, I'm so much better. You didn't even know what the famer was. Yes, well, I don't need to know. I have a place saving to meet. I'm not here. 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 Don't touch me. Don't be mean to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have that accurate, actually. <laughs> I'm 90% sure that, that that is accurate, that the femur is the most painful bone to break in the body. I, I guarantee, I guarantee if you're wrong, you will hear it. Oh, I'm sure. You'll hear about it. You'll never by, stop hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, you will never stop hearing about it in the history of ever because it but is on you, the internet. You know what my excuse for that is, though? Huh? It's an Old West Town doctor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There you go. Let's yeah. Let's let's nip that in the bud right now. It's, it's the not wild me. west. It's not me. The doctor's the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I, he he he, lead, he leads you over to a curtain off area where there are four beds just kind of like right next to each other. Uh, mm -hmm. Three of them are empty. One of them has a woman with auburn hair. She's wearing what looks to be a green dress that, uh, if it weren't for all the bandages, would be quite fetching on her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, but the big neck place just kind of ruins it. Yeah, so... Is she awake? No. <laughs> oh, she is. <laughs> she is out and... Heavily medicated? Yeah. Hmm. I'm afraid the, uh, pain, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, drugs I have on hand are rather strong to deal with a break so severe. She will probably be asleep f until uh, through the night. Oh, that is good. May I, may I inspect her? Just to... Uh, please. Just uh, be careful about touching about her shoulders. Of course. I got one luck point left, I think, right? Yeah, you do. Are you shitting me? Can I take five? Sure. Alright, so that is... um. Uh, 16 to medicine. Okay. So examining, you come to a similar conclusion that in addition to the 
fracturing of the collarbone. She sustained a bit of a head injury, which is also bandaged. Mm. And her arm is also in a sling. Mm. It, without magical healing, she will recover eventually, mm-hmm. but it, it'll be months before full recovery. Can I attempt? I'm out of spells, but can I attempt to try and call one up? Uh, is the only thing I can do? I just have to wait. You just have to wait. Uh, well, you'll be here tomorrow, so. I know. I just, I just can't stand to see I know. people in pain. I know she's bleeding asleep. out. She's asleep, though. Mm-hmm. She'll, she'll rest and she'll be fine. Okay. Okay. So, well, I will be back in the morning to, uh, to Ella. Thank you for um, patching her up. Mm. I'd be quite interested to see the healing happen, if you don't mind. Oh, of course. It's pretty spectacular. Yeah, that's like, really amazing. <laughs> like, people who have been healed are just... They just can't get over how amazing it is. You're very lucky I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I'm going to squid while I'm ahead. I will see you in the morning. Uh, I look forward to it. The voice says, me too, in his ear. God. <laughs> he is sufficiently startled as he, like, kind of whirls around looking to where the hell the voice came from. And as he does, the door closes as I walk out. <laughs> Give the old man a heart attack. Right? <laughs> I can't live in the morning. Oh shit, I don't even remember the Okay, see, I only did a little bit. Not not a lot. Sorry, these are dark. I have a revivify. Oh, I have to go get you. Shit, Tommy, get over here! Yeah. I'm in the house, I can't hear you. Oh shit, I'm gonna yell loud enough for that. Don't you hear me on the astral plane? So I I give Juliana how much a room is when I can't use one, but I don't want to use a wall without whatever. How much is a room? She won't let you pay. Please. Okay, what? What do you need a wall exactly for? What good's a wall gonna do you? You got five minutes. She looks around and motions for one of the girls to come behind the bar. I do now. All right. Find a wall that's relatively out of the way of a high traffic area. Looks around. Nods, come with me. And she takes you to the back and then down a flight of stairs. Oh, okay. Uh, to what looks to be some sort of meeting room down below the bar. Oh. Haven't rented out this space in a in a little while, but there's some folks use it for gatherings. Nice space. There's a wall. I'm going to take mm. out the knob, stick it on, and then open the door. Want to come what? into my home? She just kind of looks at it dumbfounded, but like nods and walks forward a bit. Looks inside. The horse is inside? Yeah. Uh. What? Well, don't that just beat all? That's what I said. <laughs> you want some tea or something? A coffee. I don't have any today. Huh. Whiskey if you got it. Oh boy, how to do we? Come on in. 
right. And she looks at the door as you close it behind and just like kind of just mouth half open, just kind of looks at the active mural. Right. So we're still in the inn, but we're not. Yeah, this is a pocket inside of what they call it, astral plane. A small little tiny pocket of uh, of our place. Huh. Come on in. All right. Hmm. Uh, open the door. Jareth, you here? Dally, is that you? Yep. And I look at Julian, my son from home from school. We're in the kitchen. Okay. Your son, but he travels with you? No, he's just has access. Huh. Come on in. I give her a shot of <laughs> which one? We've got like three. Because we did that one binge bar, yeah, that's yeah, right, that yeah. one binge uh, alcohol spree yeah. of how many fucking alcohol. You, you ask her which one, she just instantly picks one of them up and pours herself a drink. It's just 20 odd years of bartending. Yeah. Help, help, help yourself. Help yourself, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, this is cozy. It's home. It's nice with all the traveling we do to have a place we can go back to. <laughs> Take home with you anywhere. That was the slogan, apparently. If you want one of these nifty things, got a fella in Airpike. Ernest, he makes them. <laughs> pretty penny, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Might have pretty, I think, 10,000 easy. <laughs> <laughs> Also, we're on our drink. Darling, <laughs> I run a uh, colorful establishment. I see that kind of money maybe every two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever decide to take up bounty hunting. <laughs> it's nice having a space. And the plus side is we can still rent a room and not be in the room in case we have issues, which we sometimes do. <laughs> Thieves come knocking on your door one too many nights? Once was enough. Nods. I hear that. Well, you'll always have a space on my wall. Will you let me pay you? Nope. Am I back yet? You don't know where it is. I will ask, but I did... Did I will ask the person at the bar? <laughs> Not did Juliana go? Not quite yet. So I will find it. Is the point? Okay. I just... <laughs> also, also, your ring. <laughs> oh right, yes, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so when you're really mad at me, just, just, where are you? <laughs> where are you? I will find you. <laughs> you can't run from me. <laughs> That's when you're like trying to get your ring off. It's like, God damn it, I can't get it off. <laughs> well, she thanks you for the drink, Fizz. I better get back to the. Well, back up to the bar. Alright. If Celine heads back that way, you just send it down here. She nods. 
Thank you, Talia. Well. <laughs> kind of nods back towards the front door. I didn't get to see much of what happened, but from what everybody's saying, the Reaper and the Wandering White put on quite a show out there. It wasn't just us, but you were up and all the same. She nods. Down to the rest of her drink. Well, thank you for the drink. Of course. She leaves. <sighs> Talia just puts her hands in her face and just. What a fucking day. Mom? Which did, one? <laughs> oh, uh, Tally. <laughs> did we have company? Jareth pokes his head into the kitchen. For a second. Where are we? You. Where, where's the other side of the door? Crankshaft still. Oh, okay. It's been one hell of a week. You wanna talk about it? Maybe in a little bit. By you, how's school? Shrugs. It's fine. Yes. Would you just do a little sort of nothing? <laughs> oh, I got something for you. Then I give him like a look. You're not allowed to do anything with it until Talon gets gets their hands on it first. Okay. <laughs> Pull out the, the wizard book that I took. Right. You don't get it unless you promise me that Talden gets it first. Look in it, but you don't do anything with it until your teacher can tell you it's safe. Okay. Takes it. Take take takes a rag. <laughs> and like wipes a little bit of blood off of it. Oh yeah, sorry. No, you're not. Not particularly. <laughs> S- starts flipping through it. Oh. Nah. You promise me. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Look up at me first. And then promise. I promise. I promise. Talden gets to look at it before you play with it. Talden gets to look at it before you play with it. He just smiles. You wait till mom gets up. She like, Tally actually like gets up and like goes after her. <laughs> he like, you runs. Know. Yeah, yeah they're, they're playing, yeah. but you know. It's like, oh, you think you're faster than me? <laughs> he like, she like grabs him at one point, like turns him upside down. <laughs> promise. They promise. <laughs> <laughs> His hair is like hanging. Last thing I need is for Master Talon to get a hold of me saying that you were doing some crazy crap that they didn't want you to do. So, I'll let you go if you promise and mean it. I, I promise Talon will see it first before I mess around with any of it. And I kind of like swing back and forth first. Mom! All right, all right. <laughs> Celine, I'll say this time. Uh, by the time you've gotten back to the okay. inn, and I ask, uh, is Juliana at the bar? Yeah, she's uh, back at the I bar. Ask, well, uh, where did my wife go? Oh, the uh, the, the door yes. is uh, set up downstairs, and she directs you down the stairs. Ah, merci. 
And I go down and I go in. Do I go in to see you holding our son upside down? Oh, what did he do? Oh, nothing. <laughs> tell her to put me down. Uh, but first you tell me what you did to deserve this. Yeah, you didn't do anything. I made him promise that he has to tell Massa Talon before he can use any of those spells in that book we found. Oh, yes, right. And he promised. He promised that he he would tell Talon. Yeah, good. But I kind of like him upside down. Mm. Ah. All right, all right. <laughs> Slowly put them down. Yeah. What's in those? I didn't actually look in it. <laughs> well, you know, flips open a couple pages. Have a magic missile, invisibility. It's a couple uh, divination spells. Divination? Feature telling? Yes, but like what kind? I I know a, I I happen to know some a spell called divination. Uh, I, I oh, not 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 that spell, but they're they're the divination school. Oh. Of of magic. Um, I don't know if that was me or Maisie. They both. Like holy shit, they're teaching you that so, that stuff in school. I had to learn that by playing to my god every day. <laughs> I could just go to school to learn this shit. This one, comprehend languages, uh, identify, locate objects. Hmm. That's a pretty, I've heard that's a pretty useful one. Um, but what caught my eye, he flips to a page that all, all of the runes on it are glowing uh, like a, a bright red orange. <laughs> um, this one's called Fireball. I take the book and I t- I take the book and I shut it. No, but uh, but you can you have to ask Talon first. I can't even cast that high yet. You will. Oh, oh good. You will believe me. We've encountered this thing enough times that it's hefty. I made a friend back in uh, Yeldon. His name was Ezra, and uh, yes, he was, he bro-fisted me. Yep. And then did that, and it was cool as shit. Talden has some um, illustrations of various spells and what they look like, and um, nods. Fireball's pretty cool. It is. It hurts a hell of a lot, too. <laughs> is Master Talden around this weekend? I think they are. Why? You wanted to talk to them? Oh, they they have my skull. Right. That is the only reason I wanted to. That's that's all. Just wanted my skull back. Well, maybe tomorrow you can head back to school and ask them to come in. And then we'll show them the book. Not so... Okay, can I just... Can I just look at it? You can look at it. Just don't try and cast anything. I will know if you're trying. I, I won't. I, I don't want to explode my room. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I'm just looking, it's paging through it. Yeah. And they're similar, like, in concept to the formula that mm-hmm. he has shown you before, yeah. but in complexity, orders of magnitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, uh, just kind of looking at it and, like, oh, yes, I can see how this is formed now that I have magic initiate. Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, yeah, as, as you look at them, you're able, yeah, you're able to kind of look at the pieces. Mm-hmm. 
keeping them all in your head at once? You have no idea. I'm looking, no, I don't do fireball. And I'm like, I have a headache just looking at this. <laughs> ah. No, I really have an headache. Quit looking at it. I'm going, okay, I shut the book. <sighs> I think I will stick to uh, being a cleric. It makes more sense. I'm just gonna shoot things. That makes that probably makes the best the most sense. You see the thing you want to shoot, you point at it, you shoot it, done. That's how it works, right? What? Um, I point at you and then I whisper something that says, I think that's how it works in your ear. I did that earlier. You did. How did I have no idea. Oh. I think that's one of those things. Oh, it's a... Ah. Jareth kind of looks back and forth. Tally, did you just do magic? I can do a little. Where did you learn? I didn't really learn it as much as I acquired it. It's not even that interesting, and I use Mage Hand to, like, uh, pick something up. <laughs> I can do that, and I can make someone lack me, and I think I set someone on fire on instinct, and I can make my guns hit harder, and then I just did that, I, I pointed Jareth, and I just did that earlier, and it's he, in his ear. Yeah, he perks up. Oh, I know that one. I, I don't know it, but... Um, Talden has that one and the, the, the glowing hand one. Yeah. T T Talden can do that too. What is it? It uh, It's called uh, Mage Hand. Mage Hand. Yeah. And the one you just used now, it, it's called Message. Succinct. What's it do? This lets me be creepy like Selene? Mm -hmm. In your ear, you will never be creepy like Selene. See, even though it was quiet, I caught a bit of that. Message is different in that whoever you're sending it to is the only one that can hear. Oh. And they have the option to reply back. That's useful. Wait, so if Talia sends me a message, no one can hear it, nope. and I can send a message back and no one can hear it. Yep. Do it again. Uh, all right. I'm sending you a message. Do I hear that in my ear? Yeah. I send a message back that is very dirty. <laughs> Talia gets bright red. And I, I am cleaning. Yeah, I heard that. Did you hear that? Nope. Good. Yeah, it's, um, it came with a, a thing. Like a pre-order hmm. bonus. <laughs> it came with a gun, so. An enchanted item? Something like that. Actually, I'll take, I'll show them. I'll take out Death Whisper. Ooh. That's cool. It sure is something. It's something. But yeah, magic showed up after I started using him, so. Oh. Huh. Cool. <laughs> Can I still look back? 
Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time in our Discord server, so please feel free to stop in and say hello. Links are in the description and on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DMs and players' notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And finally, our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary!